Hi. Hi. You look different, or your background is. Where are you? Guatemala. Oh, okay. Very good, I guess. Let's see if Guatemalan internet is better than Indiana. Indiana? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I I also have to... It's 10 o'clock here. Okay. Okay. I have to have a flight at 7, 10 a.m. So make this as short as possible. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So. Yes. You know, time to whatever. Okay, here we go. Ba 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 ba. I'm just getting all my stuff up. So here. far, the internet in Guatemala seems to be a lot better than so Indiana. far. But like, it it didn't start like really flaking out in Indiana. It, it was we were a like little bit flaky since no, but it was flaky since the well, beginning. Yeah, well, at, well, in Indiana, you turned off the video to start with because it wasn't. Yeah, flaky. because it was flaky. Yeah, right, right now. Right. Anyway, here here we go. Welcome to Curmudgeon's Corner for Friday, March 1st, 2024. It's just after 4 UTC as we're starting. I'm Sam Minter. Yvonne Boas here. Hello, Yvonne. How? Isn't that, you know, I think... We discussed some... once before on the show that that, like, may be potentially offensive. Fuck, you may be right. You know, that was like, some, it, it was like in some shows, like some kind of like making like the Native Americans like say hi in some way. Yeah. It may be offensive. I, I, I don't know, actually. So I'm sorry. My apologies. I, I, I you know, I think I got to research this before I ever say that again. <laughs> you know, yes. I, yes. You know, I have no idea because there's so many things that we, you know, discuss and done. But anyway. All right. Yes. Pl- please research. Um, so anyway, our agenda as usual is we're going to talk about lighter, less newsy things in this first segment, and then we'll take a break and then we'll, we'll do, let's do one segment where each of us pick one thing of newsy stuff after that. Cause Yvonne's traveling again and is, you know, needs to make it short cause he has a early morning flight. Yeah, I, I have a very er- early morning flight. And let me see. So I'm, I'm reading here. The word how is a pop culture anglicization of the Lakota word how, a Lakota language or gre- greeting by men to men. The term how is often found in stereotypical and outdated depictions of Native Americans made by non-natives in some Hollywood movies and various novels. But it appears to be... It appears to be... Uh, Non-offensive? A, a, it appears to be a correct usage. It's stereotypical where they say that every Native American using it, but it is a a greeting by a Native American group. So it's just cultural appropriation. It, yeah, it may be just, you know, well, not cultural appropriation, more like stereotypical because I, I think it's that group of Native Americans, but not all Native. It, it's like it's like sometimes, you know, you, you meet a... You meet a Latino and, and, you know, they're from Spain or from, you know, not from Spain, because by the way, that's a, that's an issue. Oh, because they speak, that's, that's one that's great. Because they speak Spanish and say they're Latin. I'm like, I, I say, look, you're, 
people from Spain to me are not Latin American. They're not Latins. Mm-hmm. They're, they're from Spain. Spain's in Europe. I, I was going to start throwing out like stereotypical Latin American things, but I realized that that would be offensive and I should not do that. I mean, like sometimes like they all eat rice and beans or something. I don't know. Shit. Like I'm like, you know, it's that's stereotypical. It's not incorrect. Okay. You know, because in terms of, I mean, we eat in Puerto Rico, a lot of rice and beans and the Cubans do it, but not, but not the Mexicans, for example, and not like, you know, not like Argentinians, for example, that's not a staple. Okay. So anyway. So as usual, my butt first until I'm all caught up is going to be a movie. Do you want to do something first? Do I want to do something first? You know, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. So I'm, I'm wearing my AirPods today. Okay. Yeah. Um, so if, if you have audio complaints, that's because of that. Go ahead. Yeah, well, here's the thing. I, I, I recently, in a, uh, I was, I was watching a, somebody do, was it, well, it, it's, I don't know, called pot. Something that was on video. Okay. All right. right. That was on YouTube. Okay, because so many people yes. are they they sometimes call them podcasts anyway, even though they don't meet the technical definition of podcast. At this at this point, podcast is basically a synonym for a show. Yeah, at this in point, whatever at this media point. it comes, whatever from. media. Yeah, and so and 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 you know this this space is getting so fragmented right now. You know, there there are so many people, old people, new people. There's old media types, new media types doing a whole bunch of the stuff. Like it, it really is just. Right now, the, the 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 space is getting so fragmented, and so I, I noticed that one person that I that I normally observe all the time, they had their AirPods in, but I did notice this: they had them like I'm going to show Sam the way to oh pointed in a different like, direction to get better pointed already. like this. Okay, they're, right. they're they're pointed like straight ahead like this. I can definitely tell the difference in your audio when you've moved it. And and that's what I was saying. I went, I told her on, and I said, Sarah, I, I don't know what the heck you're doing with the AirPods, but that's not the right way to wear them. So, so just to like, describe what Yvonne did, like the normal way people wear AirPods, and I've seen it all the time, and Yvonne's doing it right now. The, yeah. the little tip that sticks out is sort of pointing a little bit forward, but mostly down. It's mostly right. down. Okay. From mostly down, okay. just a little bit forward. It, it sort of points towards your earlobes. And what right. he had done is he had, he rotated them. So they were pointed basically straight forward. The tips were straight forward or almost like in some base, like sticking uh, even out. And, that, and, and, and the thing is that, okay, I'm like trying to explain, look, the, you can't, that impacts the sound. I do realize that you can still hear wearing them yeah. like that but it's it, it it's not it's not the optimal way to be to be able to hear through them okay maybe it's, her, it's not the, maybe her ears are just shaped very differently than yours no i i think she you know she is an I, alien no I, I, I think it's just you know one of the things sometimes I, i've noticed how sometimes we do things in our wrong way because nobody's ever taught us like how to do it different until somebody at one point points to you oh you've been using it this that way how about try this and you're like oh shit fuck that's much better right you know and, and I think it's one of those things where it's not like these a lot of these devices they don't come with an instruction manual 
anymore. Right. Nothing comes under instruction manual anymore. You're supposed yeah. to just figure the shit out. Right. And so, so people grab them and then they'll put them on that way. Maybe it, it might feel more comfortable. The reality is you mentioned it itself. I, I do think it also impacts the, 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 it has to impact the audio quality, especially if you're using them as microphones. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, so I was just noticing that, uh, that, that was just, that, that was just one thing, but, uh, no, I do put them in like this. I've been using, yeah, I, I realize I'm, I'm having an issue right now. I'm, I'm debating about what to do. I got these AirPods not that long ago, new ones, because unfortunately, my cleaning lady put <laughs> accidentally my old AirPods in the wash. Okay. Yeah, I, I believe and, you even mentioned that on the show, unless it's happened. I did. Once. No, 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 I did. I did. No, it's no, of course not. Well, it happened once. Okay, that's it. Okay, and freaking, you know, it wound up in the wash. And, and and I believe and, when you mentioned this before, I said, like, if I, like, right now I'm wearing the AirPod Max's things, the big, huge over-ear headphones. And I've said before, if I ever owned that kind, the no, regular they, yeah. little kind, they, I would lose them or send them through the laundry in the first two weeks I owned them. Like, there's yeah. no way. Like, I, I just know, because I, I, I've done that with you know, sort of in-ear wired headphones in my past over and over again. Before I before I made the switch to the big over-ear headphones as my routine headphones, I would go through pairs of, you know, the wired Apple headphones. I have I have I happen to have one right here. Wired there you Apple go. Headphones. There you go. You know, I would go through these or the cheap generic brand equivalents like once a month. You know, because I'd either lose them or wash something. Oh, I, so, I, you got music. I threw, I threw the. Oh, yeah, air, dirt, dirt. <laughs> yeah, I, I threw the headphones, and it turned up, and iTunes opened and started playing music. So I'm gonna close that real quick. Yeah, okay, go ahead. It's yeah, all sorry. It's all one thing that I, I bought these, and I, I believe that when I bought them, so when I bought them is when I was replacing my phone also because it happened to be that I was getting a new phone at the same time, so I got the. I got these. Now, I've not gotten the noise reduction ones, the pros. Right. Okay. In large part because I had well, the I big ones, do. big over ear ones for noise reduction. No, I no, I, I have these uh, Pioneer Rays earbuds that are okay, noise so reduction. They're still earbuds. That I've used. Okay. They're still earbuds. And the one thing is that I, that I had these were wired because uh, the reason I, I had these that were wired and I had them for a long time. Was because usually I would be using these on my very long trips when I traveled all the time. I, I usually wanted the noise reduction ones when I was on an airplane because they do reduce the noise from engines. They actually help me sleep. And the earbuds, the one thing is that I found that the bigger earphones like the ones that you have, sometimes the airlines would provide those. I found it very difficult to sleep with those on. Okay. You know, so, so I, I like that the, the earbuds, they, they were, they were small, they were comfortable and, Sometimes I would not be playing anything just to reduce the noise because that would help me actually get better sleep on on a flight, especially, you know, I'm trying to traveling 9, 10, 12, 14 hours, okay, on a plane. And I wanted to get some sleep. And so, it, it, but the thing is, why didn't I buy AirPods? Because of the battery life. Because the problem is that the battery life on an AirPod, five, six hours, not enough for a 14-hour long haul. Okay, so that right, didn't right. that really work for me. And so, but guess what? 2020 happened. 
and I stop traveling like that. And so when I use these, I mostly use these for like exercise or casual stuff, whatever, like right now. And well, I, I you know, I, I bought non noise reduction AirPods. And when I got the mm-hmm. new phone, I realized that these have a USB C. Yep. Well, my old headphones were ones that are lightning. Right, a lightning cord. I was going to say Firewire accidentally. I'm like, no, it's not Firewire. What am I? <laughs> yeah, that's no, that's 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 much older. No, light, light. Okay, and so dating myself, of course. And so because no one now, else. Now I Yeah, yeah. And so, well, I guess there there's got to be a lightning to USB C adapter. I'm sure. Okay, but I don't have one. So. I found myself that now I'm on a plane. I'm not doing eight hours. I'm doing two to three hours. And I'm wearing these non-noise reduction AirPods. And honestly, it's kind of, it's a little bit annoying. But, but at the same time, I'm like, you know what? I only bought them a few months ago. And I'm like, nah, I'm not, I'm not just going to buy a new set of AirPods like right now. So, so I'm dealing with it right now. I, I, I wound up this year. I did not expect to be traveling this much right now. Right. I, I have so far this year to the end of two months slept about 23 nights in a hotel in 60 days. That's a lot. That's a lot. That is a lot. Okay. So I, I, I did, I just, Expected. I don't know if this is going to keep up like right now. A couple of things did come in that there was some personal stuff as well that happened at the same time. I had a couple of weddings or whatever, and then a number of things just all piled up and just made it that I, I wound up. But it might. Now, the one thing is that I'm like, okay, but even if I'm traveling, the one thing is that my flights are not that long. You know, right. Coming to Guatemala City is barely two and a half hours in the year. So, yeah, that's not. I, I can I can live with regular AirPods, but I guess these are all just first world problems. I don't know. Uh, so, yeah, but I'm using yeah. AirPods. I'm using them correctly. They're positioned properly in my ear, and so and we have internet that works much so better far. than Indiana. Much better than so. Indiana. So far, so far. And, and as I mentioned work. before, Guatemala City is lovely. Okay, all right. And so I will say that quite a lot of tourists from the U.S. here have noticed that whatever they noticed. I, I mean, I was, I've been shocked by the number of American tourists that I've, that I've bumped into. There's quite a lot of U.S. visitors. I didn't expect that many. Well, it is. It, it, it's it's good. And it's 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 prices are cheap. It, it, it's good. So that was one thing, but one thing that I found out today, you know, and I and I noticed this before the pandemic. You know, we talk all these things about the border and immigration one, and well, Guatemala has been a topic related to, you know, immigration. Okay, itself, and but one of the things that when we're talking about people coming into the U.S., a lot of them are Venezuelans crossing through Guatemala. Mexico and into the U.S. Well, I found out today, I didn't realize that it's very tough for right now for Venezuelans to get a visa to come to Guatemala itself. Hmm. 
I was like, well, what? I'm like, yeah. So I found out that we have uh, an employee that is not in the U.S. has a Venezuelan passport, lives in another uh, a third country. And somebody told me, well, I'm going to have to travel for them over there because they can't they, they can't get a visa to go to Guatemala. I was like, what? So, so and this is one of these twists that U.S. immigration and border policy has caused to even some countries here in Central America to tighten their requirements for people coming in because they've been trying to appease the U.S. over the whole border dispute and stuff. So, so yeah, so check it out. I mean, they, they, Venezuelans cannot get visas basically like right now to come to Guatemala. I did not okay. that that one I did not have on my my book or something. I you know I I've been to other countries where the, the exodus of Venezuelans has caused a lot of friction in places. I heard a lot about it in Colombia. A lot of people were getting upset about about it. Also in Ecuador and in Argentina, where many were, and, and you know it, it's amazing how some of the same tropes and shit get get used in other places. You know, in Argentina, I heard them blaming the Venezuelan migrants for crime and bad, whatever. Like, man, just, I don't know. Everybody loves to scapegoat immigrants. And I don't know if you saw last week, but for some whatever fucking reason, the president of Argentina right now that in the local news down there, he, he is supposedly like the guy that everybody's praising as Trump. What came in and like went to CPAC? to go hug Trump for some reason. Okay. Okay. One thing that is happening right now is that everybody has concluded in Argentina, no matter where in the political spectrum, this guy's a lunatic, the new president. And he Lovely. basically, and he's basically pissed off everybody. Any allies that he had, people, whatever, he's basically right now, all the bridges torched. He's basically made an enemy of every governor. <laughs> you know, there's like how many provinces? I think 15, some provinces in Argentina. All the provincial governors basically have said to him, F you. And all the bills that he said were going to change the country or whatever basically are right now all dead in the water because nobody wants to deal with his insanity. And he okay. came to the U.S. to hug Trump. Of course he did. <laughs> Like they were all like, "Why? What?" Anyway, okay. but that's my report. You know, and I've noticed, like, because you've been traveling so much for the majority of episodes so far this year, your butt firsts have always been in some way travel related. Well, because I've been traveling way too fucking much now. <laughs> of course, all of almost all of mine have been movies, so we're in a bit of a rut. Well, we're, we're this up. well, okay. Next week we gotta we gotta come up with something else. Okay, all right, fair enough. All right, okay. How many more movies do you got left anyway? Oh, uh, a lot still, and and like I haven't, you know, I I've only added up uh, on my list here up through mid January at this point, and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, I got 15 of these through mid January and then there are a handful of more I watched in, you know, end of January and February, but you know, so, you know, I, I I don't watch, I don't watch one a week. So if I do one a week, I will eventually catch up, but it will take a while. Okay. All right. So, So, okay. 
Movie. Movie. This is from back in July. Howard the Duck? No, but I will now have to add that to my list because you mentioned it. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's probably on there already, but you know, whatever. It might be, but you know, you'll wind up watching it twice. <laughs> God, I'm sorry. Would Would you recommend Howard the Duck? No. <laughs> Such a no. bad movie. Who the hell came up with the idea of making that movie? It's just. Well, the one I have for today did win a bunch of awards. So it's from 2020, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Ma Rainey Bottom? Yes. Never heard of it. Uh, Never heard of it. Well, Well, it was, so so it, 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 let's see, let's go for awards first. Five nomination, five Academy Award nominations, including Best Actor for uh, Chadwick Boseman. It was his last movie. Best Actress, Makeup, Hairstyling, Costume Design. And then a bunch of other things. So reading from the Wikipedia description, as I do, it's a 2020 American drama film directed by George Wolfe, written by Ruben Santiago Hudson, Based on a 1982 play of the same name by August Wilson, uh, film stars Viola Davis, Chadwick Boseman, Glenn Turman, Coleman Domingo, and Michael Potts. It's inspired by the career of Ma Rainey, who was an influential blues singer in the 1920s. Okay. And so anyway, it basically dramatizes a, a single recording session in 1920s Chicago where she comes into town and there's the record producer and they want to get her in there, record some songs, get her out of there. And she's making all these demands about how she wants to do. And the producers want her to make, do one song and she doesn't want to do that song. She wants to do a different song and their characters around them having various drama and, and things happen, you know, and, and, and there's, there's at one point, there's, there's violence, there's people, you know, arguing about various things. There's people having an aff- affairs, you know, all of this happening during like a two hour recording session or whatever. Anyway, I'm, you know, like, like I said, it got lots and lots of critical acclaim. It it was it was okay. I'm giving it a thumb sideways, not because it wasn't good. I could tell like throughout the whole thing, it was, it was a high quality production. You could tell there was good acting. You could tell that the, the, the way they did the drama and everything else, like it was stylized in a way that was interesting and all of that kind of stuff, you know? and, And so like, if, if you're, if you're looking for like high art cinema, this, this clearly hits a bunch of the right notes. Um, okay. And, and that's why it's got a bunch of good reviews and won a bunch of awards and all that kind of stuff. But I personally found it a little slow and just not quite my style. Like it was, it, it it was definitely interesting. I'm I'm not giving it a thumbs down by any means. It was a good movie, but it wasn't one that I like 
was really excited about while watching it. It was sort of like, okay, you know, I, I can see that this has some things going for it, but you know, let's, let's get to the end and move on, you know, sort of, (laughs) uh, (laughs) I mean, you know, it's not like it was long or something. It's only 94 minutes. It's actually a kind of short movie. And, and, and again, like, lots of high quality stuff here. There was good stuff going on. It just didn't, it, it just didn't resonate with me. Particularly. Okay. Wasn't my kind of movie, but it was clearly a good movie. So it, you know, it's, it, if you know the difference, it's like, I can tell that this is a high quality, good movie that deserved the accolades that it got without me personally being like, Oh my God, I loved it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? You know what I mean? No, no, no. I, I get what you're saying. I mean, you, you. I think, like, I still remember, for example, this Academy Award-winning movie sometime in the 80s, Chariots of Fire. And I've never seen it. Movie. I'll add it to my list, too. Uh, God damn it. Is, it. is that the one with the runners, right? The runners on yes. the beach? Yeah. Yes, yes. And and I remember watching. I know the music. I know the music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember watching the movie, and I thought the same thing about that movie as what you think about this movie. Obviously, a very well laid Woody, whatever. You know, it, it, it's good, but it's just not for me. Right. That that's it. I mean, I'm I'm not saying it's a bad. It's, that, that there is no objectively, I can't say it's a bad movie, but I it was just you know just not the kind of movie I enjoy. And so I could watch, mm-hmm. and it's okay. You know, I'm not going to, you know, go, you know, do like, I remember some really bad movies. I, I remember being at a really, really bad movie once where people walked out of the theater after the first 30 minutes. Right. I I can tell you that. Actually, I'll, I'll tell you that. It's actually one of the, I found out now, it's one of the lowest ranked movies in IMDb history. Okay. It is a movie called Low Blow. It's called oh, Low I reviewed Blow. that. I watched it because uh, you must have been. You must have mentioned it. I must have mentioned it. Okay. You must must have mentioned it before. I watched it last that's, year. Yes, that's right. it was. Oh, it was horrid. It was. It, 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 it was is, like was the it, worst. It, 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 it was ever. like it was low low budget crap in a way that like sometimes low budget stuff ends up being interesting or amusing just because like, it's funny that it's so bad. No, this was just so bad. It was so bad. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 but this was not, no, no, this is just, this is just crap. It was just bad yeah. and bad. I reviewed and it on one of the shows that you missed. I reviewed this movie. Damn it. Yes. I, I cannot believe I missed, it. I missed that one. But look, we, we listen, I went to the theater. Okay. You saw it in the theater. Oh my yes, god. And and people and listen, people were walking out. Uh, I think I, you they know, did I, walk out. What one, I think one high up walking out. I watched the whole damn thing. One one thing that like I, I'm gonna repeat myself for anybody who did hear the show where I reviewed this, but like I can't even remember like the name of the streaming service I found it on. It's like not like one of the normal <laughs> no. ones. It was like sure Tubi is. or Pluto TV or some crap like that. Whatever it was, it had commercials. It had commercials <laughs> in it. And you know, you know how I hate commercials, but not only did it have commercials, it technically did not know how to play the commercials properly. So what happened is the commercial would start 
but the audio from the movie would continue while the commercial was playing. <laughs> and then when the commercial ended, you had to rewind to see what was what playing hell? underneath the commercial. And and the commercials themselves were for like local, like, you know, clean your septic tank bullshit or something, you know? <laughs> So, like, so anyway, your uh, shit, take it out. Here we go. Look, look, come over and all your all your shit. <laughs> Literally, yes, it was. Yes, I agree. That was a horrible, horrible movie. That really was horrible. We walked out of the theater. I mean, I'm pretty sure we did not stay. It was just. I mean, we were not the first to walk out of the theater. <laughs> But it, it was just so bad. People just got up and left. And it takes an it takes an intensely bad movie for people. Yeah, for when people I, when I rev, when I reviewed it, I was like, some it must have been Yvonne mentioning this jackass movie on the show. <laughs> and now I'm watching it, and and and, yeah, and, anyway. and, and, it, and it is and and and, and the, the the bad reputation is 100 percent deserved. It it is not. You know, yeah, it's it's not. It, some people are, are talking about recently how maybe like the movie Ishtar was, you know, now in retrospect is not as bad as it looked. And I, and I actually, you know, that there's, you know, I'll add that to my list too. But, but yeah, on IMDb low blow, it has a rating of 4.0 out of 10. Okay, and uh, oh, it it does not even deserve a four. It does not oh even deserve God. a four. I don't understand how it's a four. I know it's one of the lowest rated movies in in IMDb, and uh, critic reviews. Let me see. There, there's one over here. It, it, the reviews on this are just hilarious. Let me see. Well, this one's in German, so I I, I can't read that one. Uh, let me see. One Jesus. Uh, 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 it, it, I, I mean, where are the now? Not the where do people reviews? See all user reviews. Okay, here we go. I wouldn't be surprised if this movie was made on a five hundred dollar budget, with its bad uh-huh. acting and poor and, and ultra poor sound quality. I bought the DVD for three dollars. After watching it, I felt like I'd pay two ninety five too much. <laughs> And, and and these are the you know th- this is the kind of reviews of the movie. Okay, all right. So, okay, well, so one last thing on Ma Rainey Ma Rainey's Black Bottom that I remembered that is part Black of Bottom. like is I it and I just read this part at the top of the Wikipedia that I said before. It's based on a play, and that's actually okay. like it feels like a play. I realized ah. part of what it is like if when you're watching the movie it definitely feels like a play. There are only like a handful of sets and it's characters standing there talking to each other and that kind of thing. And so, and, you know, and they, they, it, it, it's just, it feels like it's not that far off from what you would get if you just had people record the play. I mean, it's not quite, because, but it, it it has that feel to it. It does feel like a play. It's produced they didn't by make big Washington, changes. It says here. Yeah, no, look, I, you know, like there, there's all all kinds of 
people involved in this that are you know famous people that do good work and, and like it, I said, it has was, a ninety seven percent approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes. So there you go. Like so I said, you're, it's a it's a good movie, no, no, it's just like not for me. It's a good movie, just not for you. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Okay. I think we uh, can wrap that up and get to the real stuff now. Well, not that that's not real, but you know. So here comes our first break and then we'll be back and, you know, Yvonne will pick one topic, then I'll pick one topic and then we'll be done. There you go. Here's the thingy. You're listening to this podcast. Do you like it? No! Do you want to support the show? No! Well, after you have subscribed to the show, followed us on Facebook, and told all your friends they should be listening to, what else can you do? I won't subscribe! You can help fund our Patreon at patreon.com slash Corner. Patreon is a way you can throw us a few bucks a month to help out with the expenses of the show. You know, web hosting, equipment, a little bit of advertising to promote the show, and maybe every once in a while some much-needed sedatives for Yvonne. At different contribution levels, you can get a mention on the show, a Curmudgeon's Corner postcard, or even a Curmudgeon's Corner mug. Fun stuff! Not fun! In any case, the contributions help tell us that you enjoy and appreciate the show. I really, really hate Curmudgeon's Corner. Are we worth a buck a month? No! Five bucks a month? No! Or if you are nuts about us, maybe even more. One hundred billion! Billion dollars! Even though you don't have anywhere near a billion dollars. If we're worth anything to you at all, send it our way at patreon.com slash curmudgeons corner. Alex hates. Really, really hates. Curmudgeons Corner! That's really mean, isn't it? But I hate Curmudgeons Corner. But I really do! And we are back. So, Yvonne. We are back. What's our first newsy topic going to be? Ah, first newsy. Man, I'm, 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 I'm a little bit, uh, okay, so I, I am be in between the uncommitted vote in Michigan or McConnell leaving. Those are my two. I didn't talk about McConnell. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. So, so McConnell finally decided that this is his, he's leaving. Okay. And, 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 Specifically, he is leaving leadership at the end of this congressional term, but he will remain in the Senate till he finishes out his Senate term, which is a couple more years after that, but he won't be in leadership. So same kind of thing that, what's her name? Pelosi did in the House, where she's no longer Speaker, but she's going to continue to be in the House. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, the, the crazy thing, that I said about this is that if this were say if I heard this in 2012 I would be really jumping for joy happy <laughs> because, and because McConnell finally, is evil he's done all this bad stuff blah 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 good to see him gone good riddance but but right now 
his party has turned into such a shithole that he's the actual voice of reason yes like as crazy thing yeah as 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 horrible as mcconnell has been all of the things you i mean i i've heard commentary since he announced that he's stepping down and all this about now he was the one who broke the senate he was the one who started filibustering absolutely everything to obstruct obama yeah yeah, uh you know where the only purpose of the senate was to prevent an Obama second term, which didn't work. But in the meantime, he stopped like all kinds of things from happening. And then of course, all the shenanigans with the Supreme court and all that kind of stuff. And so there, there are lots of like things that you can say about McConnell in terms of how bad he was. And well, hell, even on January 6th, like there was the, he came out and was like, yes, this is 100% Trump's responsibility, but no, I'm not going to vote to convict him because, you know, the courts will take care of him and I don't want to deal with that. And then like seconds later, like it seemed like all that had disappeared. Right. Uh, so yeah, all of that. But at the same time, at this point, he's what? one of the most sane people on the Republican side in the Senate. Exactly. And, and all of the people, all of the people who are potential replacements to him, are worse. They're all lunatics. Like right now, at this very moment, we're talking about various things where the House is crazy, but at least the Senate is still trying to get things done. Like they tried to do that immigration deal, they failed because Donald Trump scuttled it in the House. But they they actually came up with an immigration compromise that like they were all on board with right you know it 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 was able to overcome the filibuster numbers in the senate which like yeah you can hardly say that about anything more controversial than a post office any legislation yeah 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 you know and so the senate was still doing stuff but we're looking at a scenario where you know one of these yahoos is going to replace him and the Senate's going to be dis- just as dysfunctional as the house. And because of filibuster rules, that's going to be true. Even if the Democrats keep the majority, let alone if the Republicans take it. I mean, I think at that point is when the dam breaks on the stupid filibuster. I mean, I just don't see how the hell, you know, if the Democrats keep the Senate, and and they they've got majority whack job whatever they they come up with because it's going to be Mr. Majority Lunatic. Well, I mean, that scenario, minority a, leader, minority leader. Yeah, I mean, it's like, yeah, I mean, look, w- would you be surprised if it's Tupperville? No, well, easy. Uh, the, no, the, the only one to put their name officially in the ring so far is Cor- Cornyn. How do you say his name? Cornyn. Uh, Cornyn. The one, the yeah, one the Texas from Texas guy. who's not Ted Cruz. Yeah, the one from Texas who's not Ted Cruz, basically. The Which, one by the way, less- just a- as an aside, apparently Ted Cruz is in trouble in Texas. Like, because? No, no, he, he's not polling well for his reelection. Like, you know, now it, it is Texas, so he'll probably pull it out and win. But it's apparently much closer than anybody expected. So, because everyone hates Ted Cruz. And that's, and that's his problem. I mean, that's his <laughs> problem. Everybody hates Ted Cruz. Okay? 
And, you know, I've heard that from people that I know are Republicans straight up to say how much they hate him. Right. And so and that's his problem. You know, is this, he, everybody hates Ted Cruz. He's, he's an asshole. I mean, great up. What, 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 wasn't that a TV show? Everyone hates Ted. No, that was Chris. Never mind. But you know, everyone hates Chris. Well, some of them but it could be everyone hates Ted Cruz. Might as well be. That'd be a, I mean, we could make that into a TV show. <laughs> make it into a podcast. There you go. I mean, everybody's got a podcast, so what the hell? That should be Ted Cruz's podcast, if it isn't. Everybody hates Ted Cruz. That should be his yes. podcast. That, that, sounds, that sounds great. Okay, I, I got you distracted from McConnell. More McConnell. It, it, well, it's just, look, I mean, I it's just the whole thing. It's just the fact that well, we all look the health issues. He's not getting younger. No, I mean he, um, he clearly he's at the health. He issues. clearly has had issues over the last year. You know he's 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 the same age as Biden, right? Just about right. eighty two. Um, I think but so. He, but unlike Biden, he's had really obvious health issues over the last year. He had the he he had the the places where he froze up. He had a concussion after a fall. He had a fall. Yeah, be related. He's eighty-two. Yeah, Mitch is eighty-two. And you know, not not that people can't be in good shape at eighty-two, but McConnell does not seem to be. McConnell does not seem to be. I mean, and it's been recent issues, and so, I mean, I get it. Okay, it makes perfect sense. sense. Like, I I mean, sense. Yeah, I mean, and and, and and honestly, he hasn't seemed up to the job in since those health issues last year. Yeah. And so uh, completely understandable. Um, but it's but, just uh, the whole thing about his replacement, man. I'm sorry. I, I have not, I've saw all these people jumping for joy, gleeful about, you know, getting rid of this asshole. And I'm just like, we're getting rid of him for, and, and I mean, it is, it is guaranteed. That whatever we're getting makes Mitch look like a teddy bear. Right. Now, the one thing is on the flip side, on the flip side, I will say. Look, the one thing that Mitch had was that he was a prick with a lot of policies that we hated. Mm -hmm. But he was smart. And he knew how to get the shit that he wanted. Okay? He was effective. To get their shit done. The problem that they've got is that they bring in one of these morons, okay, who is a shithead, and that we, you know, then, and this is a guy that also, you know, that, that is not, as we were saying this about some of these things, you know, Mitch McConnell is, he may want his policies, but he wants a democracy in place. He just, he's just, you know, he was just very adept at working it, okay? You get a moron. Yeah, they might be a lot more extremist in line with them, whatever, but then you wind up with the dumbass votes and the shit that gets happening in the House, like right now, where they they have the majority and they can't do shit. Yeah, and this this is I think the Senate, you know, unless one side or the other gets rid of the filibuster, I think the reality in the Senate is no matter who has the majority, it's gonna be paralyzed regardless. You know. You know, you can't get 60 votes for shit. 
accept things that like are relatively uncontroversial and great on them when they can get that done. I mean, you know, we did get the infrastructure bill done. We did get some we things. We did get the infrastructure. Now, now that something. was like we, we used uh, reconciliation or whatever. So you didn't have to have 60 votes no. for that one, if I remember correctly. But no, but we did get, but there was a, a smaller infrastructure bill that, that, that did we go did through. get that did go yeah. through without that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, so there, there are a few things that get done, but for the most part right now in our political environment, the filibuster means no matter who has the majority, you basically can't get anything done except approve judges, you know, yeah, uh, and name post offices. Do we have a Samuel Minter Memorial Post Office already? I hope there's not a Memorial Post or Office. The Apple's made only bought no, or maybe <laughs> oh, don't don't write those. You know, yeah, okay. <laughs> that, that try to kill me off like, early, okay? <laughs> like, look at over there. It's like, what the fuck? What, what am I dead already? <laughs> Okay, so let's not yeah. make it the Memorial Post Office. Okay, yeah. and that would be yeah. and what you were trying to save on is Abelsme Noibatno Itromne. Noibatno Itromne. Yeah, I was going to say. Yes. Yeah, we're, we're going to make it the Abelsme Noibatno Itromne Post Office. Yeah, we'll make sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, now, we'll um, make sure to get that done. And and, and I, I've said before, I think the filibuster is doomed. It's only a question of when does the right confluence of events happen to make them kill it. And it could be either side. It could be either the Democrats or Republicans who actually pull yeah. the trigger on that. Yeah. It just yeah. you just need a situation where the party with the majority but less than sixty votes has something they really, really, really care deeply about, and that's the only way to get it done. And you have enough of a buffer to like override the people like Mansion and Cinema who are like. You know, I, I support this thing, but I don't support getting rid of the filibuster because I'm real queasy about how the other side will use it once they have it, you know. So you probably need not just, you know, it, it, need, it needs to be a really big thing that overcomes that kind of resistance. Because, you know, Mansion and Cinema were the ones that were sort of vocally against it when people were talking about it a couple of years back. Of but there were others. Yeah, but there there are others who don't really want to get rid of the filibuster too. It's not just two, so you you need something important. But it's it's only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time. It will the the filibuster will be gone as soon as the right set of issues comes together at the right time for something that has between fifty and sixty votes. Yeah, support. I, I, I so. agree. Right. Anyway, so yeah, okay. It. Anything else on Mitch? I. I'm not. I'm one, not one saying other good thing riddance. to say about. I. I. I, I mean, because he. Yeah, he, he'll still be there on the back bench for a little yeah. while yet. He, we'll see. You know, the the other th the other thing I wanted to mention on Mitch is he has also orchestrated. Like Kentucky right now has a Democratic governor, so Mitch made sure that the Kentucky legislature pushed through changes to the process for appointing replacement senators if a vacancy becomes open because so that it's not just the governor appoints them because you don't want the governor appointing a democratic replacement so it's now it is now a system similar to what Washington has for state legislatures which is how my wife got appointed where when a vacancy becomes open the party 
submits three names and the governor has to select from them. So like in this case, if Mitch McConnell did resign, he's not resigning right now, or health issues got worse, whatever, the Kentucky Republicans would nominate three names and the governor would have to pick from them. The governor could not pick a Democrat to Mm -hmm. replace him. Which was not the law a few years back. They changed that recently. I, 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 specifically I, don't, I don't like that. I, 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 in I mean, response. I was, you know, I don't like that method. I mean, I don't like the appointment method. Okay. I think it should be. You think they should just have a special absolutely. election? Yeah. Right away. I mean, even even when they appoint that, they only appoint them till the next November election. So it's like. No, but it's I, like I, sh- still, they, they I, get to, I, I think that yeah. it should be a special election as soon as possible. It's a very important. It's a very important yeah, position, uh, and I think that it should that, be elected that, as soon as possible. Maybe they can make an interim. What? That's what happens in a lot of house yeah. positions too. And, and look I at guess, what Santos. Santos. Do they get Santos to fill out the like, term? They get to. They, they get to fill out. They do yeah. get to fill out the term, don't they? Right. Not just. I, maybe it depends. I don't know. Anyway, I, I think you're right. A special election would be great. I guess the appointment method is. The theory is it's important enough. You don't want to have the vacancy open very long. So you fill it as quickly as possible. Yeah, but yeah, special I, I think each state quick. does this differently. You know, but, but then you got, listen, I, I think this is actually different by state. Up, I'm you know sure. what? It's so, the one thing anyway, is look at, look at the back of this, for example, with fucking governor Blagojevic trying to basically Blagojevic. whatever, fuck him, whatever his name is. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to pronounce it. I'm not, Exactly. Song of points. I don't know. I'm, that guy doesn't deserve to have his name pronounced properly. Fuck. Pronouncing however the fuck I want. I mean, right. Blago. Bullshit. Whatever his name is. Dick kid. Boy. Is he out of jail yet? I, he is out of jail. Didn't you know he was on Survivor, I think, on that TV show, I think. That's, that's, like, I don't know. Or, or, or was it the masked singer or well, one of those things? No, I think it was Survivor. Okay, <laughs> I think it was on Survivor. I mean, yeah. You're gonna I'm have to check in right you now. Now that like, you've mentioned hold it, hold on. <laughs> Maybe he was in Low Blow. I mean, makes sense. Let's see. Da, 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 da. Trial. Post removal. Conviction. Oh, Donald Trump commuted his pardon him. That's right. After having he he was on Celebrity Apprentice speaking. President Donald, Donald Trump. Trump hours after having pardoned commentator Dinesh D'Souza. Yeah, you know, a couple of criminals. So he's commuting. He commuted his sentence. So yeah, so you know that's how he he got out of there. And I don't know. I guess he was on Celebrity Apprentice as well. Yeah, I think I remember that he was in. But but earlier in 2010, yeah. yeah. Um, well, that but that was after he tried to sell the seat, but before jail, before jail, right? Interesting. Yeah. So. Okay. Anyway, my turn. It says here that in May 2020, yeah, uh, look, yeah, you'll love this. Blago, fuck him, launched a politics theme podcast. Titled The Lightning yeah. Rod on WLS AM 890. The podcast ran through September 2021. You know, his longevity is like nothing longevity? compared to this show. Longevity? Longevity? 
longevity. Longevity. Okay. Not, not, I don't know. Sure. You could make, you could, you put together longitude. Like longitude. Line. Yeah, it was a longitude with like longevity. That should be the name of this episode. Longevity. Yes. Okay, uh, absolutely. There we go. Absolutely. That's the name. Longevity. There you go. All right. That's technical term. Okay. My turn. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now, your your topic of like the Michigan uncommitteds is also tempting, but I'm not going to go there because we did have Donald Trump trial news this week. That was fairly, I feel like trial news. I I feel like I have to go there. So the only thing I'm going to say about primary results is people are trying to read all kinds of things into like, because everyone knows it's Trump versus Biden. People are trying to read in all kinds of things to the primary results to try to make inferences about the general election. And I I think some of them may be valid, but I'm not really sure. So like I, you have to be really careful about that because primary electorates are different than general election. But you know, when you have candidates that are having problems getting you know, the full percentages, maybe you can read something into that. But if you do, Trump has a much worse problem than Biden does. You know, the, yeah, I yeah, mean, the, if that's what you're reading into it, yeah, I mean, that's, that, that, that would be the only read that, that you, that, that you have, but look, I mean, it's like you said, it, it it's tough to, it, it's tough to, 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 to read it, a lot out of it. I mean, you can tease out what, what can you tease out? Well, that's going to be Trump versus Biden. That's a yes. one, 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 one salient point. Anything else is, is, you know, pulling hairs out of it because it's just. Y- y- there, there's a lot here that is just about, oh my God, we've got a boring primary season. How can we make some drama out of it? Like, so let's talk about Haley and let's talk about uncommitted and like, we need to fill the airtime somehow. Whereas this, yeah. I mean, my okay, only, may, listen, my only, maybe there's some, like a, on the democratic side, you can't conclude anything. As, one thing is people talking about the uncommitted is that the numbers are very similar to shit that's happened before. And like similar. Yeah. Yeah. Primaries that, that, that there's no statistical significant change on that one. On the, on the, 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 on the, on, on, the tr- on the, on the Republican side. Yeah. It, it's, you can say, well, okay, Trump's numbers are low. Okay. For somebody that is supposed to be a fail complete candidate, the numbers are low. But what can I say about those other votes? Are, are they just, are they just going to hold their nose and vote for Trump? Are they not? I don't know how many of them. Yeah. That, there's, some anecd- there's some anecdotal evidence that like Haley voters are more likely to not vote for Trump and, and, which doesn't necessarily mean going to Biden. It might be staying home, but the, I, I think it's very fuzzy right now. I think people trying to read into it are, are stretching. Like there might be something there. There may be something there. I hope I think there's there something, something there, but yeah. And on the democratic side, I think they were intending, they were intending to send a message and perhaps they sent the message like Biden has some work to do to 
convince specifically in Michigan, it was voters who were really concerned about how Biden is handi- handling Israel Gaza. And there's definite weakness there. He, he has to like, he has to figure out something to have a better story there before we get to November, I think, because there's a significant number of Democrats who are upset about his handling there. Now, I hope those Democrats don't tank it for him because Donald Trump would be so much worse right? on, on the issues they care about, right. like on the issues they care about. Right. Like if you really want to improve things, your best bet is keep Biden and convince him to do better. Right. Like not, if not, you right, dump not, Biden and get it, Trump. It's the whole thing that I, I, like I've said before, at least Biden is heading in the direction that you want to go. Maybe it's not exactly in the right direction, but the other, putting the other guy in is going the opposite direction. Diametrically. Well, I, so some of these people would argue Biden's not going in the direction they want to go and he's going no, the no, wrong no, way no, too. No, no, no. What I'm but saying is, he's no, not no, going, no, no, no. Even if, even if he's going the wrong way, he's not going in the wrong way anywhere near as fast as Trump would. Well, what you I'm know, saying so is, it, I, I, listen, well, they're, they're in. they say that, but the reality is that if I take direction as like, say, I'm going to split a direction as north or south, okay? Maybe you want to head straight north, but I'm tacking a little bit like, I'm tacking like northwest. So I may not be going in the straight direction to where you're going, but I'm not going in the fucking opposite direction. Right. But what I'm saying is even if they believed that he was going southwest, he's still not going due south. Right. You know, so anyway. Okay. I, I said we wouldn't talk about that, so we did that really quick. Trump legal stuff. Trump legal stuff. We, we, okay, we've so, got so developments so, so, on so, so many cases. So Trump, Trump is a genius. Tell me more. He, he figured out that you can negotiate how much you pay. <laughs> so this is in reference specifically to the 430 and counting million dollars. Is it 450 now? Yeah, north of uh, apparently. And I think it was on last week's episode that I mentioned people had estimated $87,000 a day. The most recent ep- estimate I saw was actually more like 111000 111, Yeah, well, Fannie Willis is t- trolling him by tweeting the number every day. Yes, and there are a number of websites that track it in real time. Is it Fannie uh, Willis? No, am I confusing? No, I'm thinking confusing. Fuck. You're confusing him. It's, uh, yeah, no, um, it's, um, no. yeah, it's not Fannie Willis. Uh, what, what's her name? Yeah, New York prosecutors. Like, that's not, yeah, it's not Fannie Willis, sorry. Go go find it. Oh God, yeah. Get it right. Ah, I know. And I'm and and of course, as soon as you can't remember, I blank on the name. Of course. Uh, Letitia James. Letitia James. Letitia James. There we go. Of course. So we're anyway, 460 and counting, whatever the hell it is. And he submitted a petition to the court saying, would a hundred do? (laughs) Or hundred and fifty? Like something like that. Can can I just submit that? Would that be fine? And uh, they, within in in like twelve hours or something, they came back and was like, "No, no, sorry, sorry." Then he's no. saying that he has to liquidate things, um, oh. in order to pay for that. Now, somebody today that was an interesting thing, and I'm not totally sure. I, I went and I did pull the 
official records to to check. Okay. Okay. Um, they were saying that Mar-a-Lago, the club, was incorporated in New York yep. as well. Okay. Now, they had changed the incorporation address at some point to Florida. But I do believe that at the time that the crimes were committed, it was incorporated in New York as well, which I found interesting. So. I don't know if that, I mean, if that makes any damn difference or not at this point in terms of him yeah, assets, that, but, but it, 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 his, his, listen, his issue right now is very simple. I, I, which I, okay. He needs to post a bond or he needs to post the money. And right. one of the things that I, that I had, that I had mentioned. It, it, when he, when he asked about the hundred, by the way, the, 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 the appeals court did say they did Drop the restriction on him using New York banks they, for loans. Okay. Well, but, but here, here's the thing. If he can find one. If he can. Uh, well, we'll, well it's not about well, a loan or. Yeah. But I mean, I, I don't. I mean, somebody loaning him $450 million is kind of nutty. He, his. The, the one thing that I that I'd said about him being able to post this is because he talks about how much he has in assets. But, mm-hmm. you know. I always question is okay. How much of what are the debts? What are the liens? How how encumbered are they? Because it's always a big thing, right? You can have somebody that has, you know, millions in assets, right? You have ten million assets, but hey, if you got nine point five million dollars in loans against them, that means that your net worth is only five hundred thousand. Oh, so he may claim that he's got ten billion in assets, but the question is, of course, how mu- how mortgaged are they? The assets, and so because if he had any of these properties free and clear, say if Trump Tower is free and clear, Trump Tower could probably fetch four hundred million. You'd set it up as collateral, but very obviously, it's not. And so apparently is none of his other properties that he could put up. You know, sometime back, it talked about him having 400 million in cash. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's what he claimed like a month or two. That's what he claimed. Now, but here's the one thing, right? If I cleared out, okay, he might have happened. That may have been the total. Well, Okay, if I told you, hey Sam, you've got four hundred thousand in 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 your accounts, all of them. Give it to me, all of it. Right. And by the way, give it to me, all of it. So just so we could go and argue about it in court, how painful would that be? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's like it's leaving you in an incredibly difficult position. So right now he he has been tipping his hand that well what we all said is that you know like how Bloomberg said at one time is like you know you know whoever the hell's the real billionaire here because Michael Bloomberg speculated that his net worth was less than one billion right and I have believed that his net worth is less than one billion dollars after you subtract all his debt okay that's that was my belief and it may come to right now that we'll find out for real how much it is. The other option that he's got, and some people have like thrown that around, 
still anyway will find out how much he, he, he's worth if he uses that option, is to file for bankruptcy. Right. Still, the problem is the filing for bankruptcy. Look, all it does is stay the collection. It doesn't it doesn't erase the 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 collection of the debt. You can't you can't discharge it, okay? That that has to go, that money has to be paid first. So yeah. So okay. I, I want to get to all the other cases because we talked about this one quite a bit last week as well. Just to mention Eugene Carroll for like a couple seconds, he also submitted a thing to try to get out of paying that one. But in that case, instead of offering a lower amount of money, because again, for that one, you have to either put up the money or, or, or you know, in order to appeal as well. He just said, I shouldn't have to put up anything because I'm rich and I'll, I'm good for it. Duh. Basically. So, and they also told him to go to hell. I, I don't think the judges officially weighed in on that one yet, but well, he's got he, he's got about twelve more days on E. Jean. So I'm looking at for him to yeah on E. Jean Carroll to 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 cough up the money. Look, we I I know that we had lost a case with a civil judgment, of, you know, way back sometime in the 1980s. I remember. And and by we you mean your family business? Yeah, the family business. We we we, we had lost a case with a man. I don't know. We, we that was just the details don't matter. You lost. The details don't matter, but we lost. There's a judgment. I think it was like about twenty, thirty thousand dollars something. And I think we were waiting. We were trying to figure out the uh, appeal. We were trying to negotiate, but what what wound up happening is that the guy decided to collect the judgment and they had come to our business and started well we're grabbing this car we're grabbing this we're grabbing this we had the money okay so we went to the fucking bank thankfully it was like their banking hours across the street we went we fucking got it got a cashier's check giving the fucking money yeah but they had started just seizing shit okay right. all right and and that's that's the reality at some point okay the company I worked for many years ago had to hit with a judgment in a lawsuit. It was a very big lawsuit. And they, 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 the, the award was close to $3 billion. Okay. And our company put up the $3 billion in cash in a bond in, 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 a, in an escrow account to appeal. Okay. And it was there for several years. Eventually, they lost the appeals and the money was paid, okay, to the other comp to, to the other company. That this was, like, I mean, I don't know. It, this was Oracle versus HP. They had a lawsuit ongoing several years related to termination of developing Oracle database for HP products. Okay, HP sued. The suit dragged on for years. Oracle appealed. They posted a three billion dollar bond about a, two years ago. Final appeal went through. Oracle lost. They they the three billion dollars was given given to them, but they had that. Oracle has to post the three billion dollars for right. appeal. That and, and so it, it, it's not unprecedented. It's not this is not an unprecedented thing that this has had to happen, and people just don't get away with it. We had Oracle had to post it in cash, right? And so you know we're going to talk about the four criminal 
trials in just a second, but like just to wrap up the civil stuff, especially the way it looks like these various criminal trials are going where quick summary, New York is the only one that we have a really high level of confidence is actually going to happen this year at all. Yes. Um, yes. And even assuming Donald Trump is convicted that there will be appeals and there will be all that. So it's not like we'll get to, you know, Donald Trump in jail this year or anything like that. But, 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 but wait, 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 I I just want to say, let, let me wrap up the civil thing. The whole point is though, between the New York civil trial and Eugene Carroll, this is probably, these two are the things that are going to cause Donald Trump the most pain this year. Oh yeah. As you said, the, the, the timelines are closing in on him. Totally. He is going to have to pay this money. Yeah. And a huge part of his image of himself is around being this rich guy. Right. And he is going to suffer here one way or another. Like whether it's whether it's federal or I guess not federal, whether it's New York marshals confiscating stuff or whether it's him having to sell stuff and give money or whatever, you know, this is killing him. Oh, yeah. It's killing him. He's having to pay. I have to pay. He is a guy that loves to not pay. And and he, he this probably hurts him more than the sort of abstract possibility of maybe some year in the distant future, if it even happens before I die, I might have to go to jail. Because he in his head, he doesn't believe that probably. Right. But right now, the money he's gonna have to pay. Like in the next 30 days, he is going to have a significant chunk of his empire taken away from him. One way or another, and the one thing is, you know, I, you know, we've talked about all these like the Saudi option or whatever. Papa I can sell this. Look, look I, I was just looking today. Somebody was like showing all the money that Kushner has gotten from the Middle East to invest in his shit. Okay, just saw the total was like Jesus, three point one billion dollars. Okay, the thing is that as much as the one difference between that money and say the Trump situation is that it's a, there's a difference between investing and giving him away the damn money. Okay. Because whatever, you know, yeah. Okay. Jared is a crooked son of a bitch, but whatever these people invested is probably worth those $3.1 billion that is invested in there. There is a value in those, in, well, in those like, investments in some Jared, way. Jared is like Jared. It's not like it's his money. He's managing money for them or something. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. And, and so, like he, he'll make money off fees or whatever and, but, he's but making they're not, but off they're not, it. But they're not going and buying something that's worth fifty dollars and paying five hundred. Is what I'm saying, right? Okay, whatever they're buying, they believe is worth that money, and they'll get it back. So the issue, well, Trump they, has, they they may be inflating it for influence in some ways, but in, in some way, but 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 it, there there is it's not it's it's not ten times. Okay, that's right, for sure. Right. Okay. It's it's pretty close to what the value is, okay? And so the problem that Trump's, Trump has right now is that you know, nobody's just going to go and, like, take a half a billion dollar hit for it. Right. I, I, I mean, I highly doubt that anybody's just going to go and take a half a billion dollar hit for it. 
Now, one thing uh, we we speculated about this last week, but I think I've seen confirmation over the course of the last week that there does not have to be transparency necessarily on where he gets the funds. Like now, obviously, if if he has to sell something, that's going to be visible. But if he just shows up at the courthouse with a check, or, or someone else shows up at a courtyard at the courthouse with a check. They they don't that there's not a process where he has to disclose where he got the money. Okay. Well, but there is but there are implications. Okay. All right. So let's say okay, here here's the other thing, right? Okay. So you get somebody to gift them six hundred million dollars. Yeah, that would be taxable. That's right. Very taxable. Yeah. Okay. So he has to come up with another couple of hundred million dollars to pay for the taxes. And and by the way, that that applies even that applies even if they don't give him a check that he then even passes if they on. Be- no, that like is if, income. If they pay. give him the benefit, it is still taxable. So that's right. some random person goes and pays the 500,000, 500,000, 500 million. million. They also you know, have to come up with 40, by the way, 40% in taxes. Okay. All right. Y- yeah. We just sell. It's another 200 million plus. Like, you know, it's, it's close to $700 million now that we're talking. Right. <laughs> so anyway, it, Trump is screwed on the money. And I think at least in the short term, he cares more about this money stuff than anything else. Cause I don't think he thinks the other stuff will really happen. And, but the money stuff is happening and it is happening very soon. Very soon. So, so I, I, you know, we, we, we'll talk on a different show about like how that may be mentally impacting him. Cause there's more and more stuff of Trump being incoherent, but, We'll save that. I want to do the four four trials, the four criminal trials. The four we'll do trial. them in this order. The four four horsemen of the apocalypse. Yes, apocalypse. That's a- almost a- as good a. Yes, it's, it's uh, a le- le- what was he? Longitudinal. Something. Jesus. Yeah, lungs. Okay. Okay. All four trials have had developments, so we're going to talk about them in this order. New York, then Georgia, then D.C., then Florida. So the two state ones first, then D.C., and then the two federal ones. All right. Um, Number one, New York. The date was already set last time, but just to be clear, we're only a few. We are now in March, UTC, and we're only a few weeks away from the start of that trial. So the, this is the one trial that is happening absent some incredible thing that stops it. Donald Trump will be going on criminal trial in less than a month in New York. You know, people have said yeah, th- that maybe this is the weakest of the cases that he's most likely to like not be convicted on. But at the same time, he has not had good luck in New York so far. No, he has not. Now, th- this one will be a jury trial, but so is the Eugene Carroll trial. And they were like, yeah, no, he's, he's, he's guilty as fuck. You know, like Donald Trump's main hope in all of these trials, frankly, is to get somebody on the jury who's willing to hang the jury for him. And mm. so far, no luck there. Uh, we'll see what happens. We'll, we'll see what happens. New York is doing a unique theory of why this is a felony. And th- th- there's there's going to be some stuff there. But on the other hand, 
and, and, and it's also weird because it conflates a few things. Like everyone talks about it. Well, first of all, as you pay off a porn star, right? But then it's also being spun as election interference because why was he paying off the porn star? He was paying off the porn star to avoid having a negative hit in the week before the election in 2016. That So it's being spun as election interference. But the actual crime is improperly recording the transaction and pretending it was lawyer fees to Cohen when that's not what it was at all and not reporting it properly. So it's, it, it's, it's like the actual crime is like a paperwork crime of like misrepresenting your business records. Well, 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 let's okay. Look, it, it, it's fraud because in one instance, yes. it's, 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 Listen, you're 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 committing business fraud. It's like it, it it's like what fucking Al Capone went to jail. For, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, it, it's the same shit. Look, you can't just go and put it pay. You know, I'm sorry, but paying off fucking porn stars is not a tax deductible ex- business expense. I'm not sure he deducted it. They're not charging him on with tax fraud specifically. Not, no, but it, it's well. I'm, I'm, listen, it, it does it does wind up in the chain because if you yes. put it as that kind of expense, it winds up being an expense to the taxes. So therefore, they're not charging with the, the thing is that the actual act of putting it as a business expense winds up later on in in, in that cycle. So you're committing the fraud there, where you're misrepresenting yes. your books. And and, and they're, they're, the way they ramp it into a felony is say that it was. Because normally the misrepresentation of business records would have been a misdemeanor in New York, but it can be jacked up to a felony if it was done as part of the commission of another of crime. Another crime, and that yes. and the other crime that yes. they're using the theory to bump it to a felony is campaign finance, campaign stuff. finance fraud. Yeah, uh, e- either federal or New York campaign finance laws may right. be implicated. That basically says, hey. If you were doing this for purposes of helping your campaign, then this needed to be reported as a campaign finance expense. Right. Like the the actual paying off the porn star is not illegal. I mean, exactly. You know? If he just paid off the porn star. Okay. The, the problem is, is this whole thing with <laughs> him not wanting to lose money at anything. Okay. And wanting it all. Okay. And so look, uh, 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 Mary, uh, uh, his niece's Mary Trump, right? Or his niece in the book. Yeah, yeah. The main crux of what they found in his tax record was them funneling personal expenses as expenses in order to misrepresent their books. Okay, it was right. it was just this this same fucking fraud. And so over here is the same shit. Oh, I paid off a porn star. No, I can't just whatever. It's gotta be. A business expense, okay. It's, it's, so that's that's the whole damn that's the damn scheme, okay. Right, you know. And okay, is, so anyway, yeah, yeah. Let, let, let's move on. We got a lot. Of, you want to get out of this relatively yeah, early, I mean, and we got so, three more so, cases. So. Okay. okay, so we got Georgia. Now we talk. We goddamn Fanny Willis and. Wade and all these folks look Ooh. here. Here's, here's where we are right now. Yeah. Bonnie Willis testified, did a really good job. People were like, okay, they haven't made their case. And she's kind of convincing that the relationship didn't start until later. And 
any and all this kind of stuff. And even by the way, even if the relationship did start, like the the, the theory that you have to do is that Fonnie Willis hired him specifically for the purpose of getting personal financial benefit from the fact that she hired him. That's the theory right. that theoretically has to be there to disqualify her. But right. but what they've brought in at this point as well is the the defense who's brought up this whole thing about her to try to get her disqualified is also now saying they're just lying. They're lying about when the relationship started. And mm-hmm. so this week we've had more in here with the guy's divorce lawyer who apparently for some reason was texting back and forth with the the defense lawyers for like months and and he's the one who implied that they started this relationship way earlier they subpoenaed some records from AT&T to locate his phone that showed like he was near her house on many occasions before the thing so th- there's all sorts of sort of factual questions and this is just like stretching out before the judge makes the final decision on whether to disqualify her or not. There hasn't been the smoking gun yet that proves that they were lying about when the relationship started. But again, many people have pointed out over and over again, even if they had a relationship the whole freaking time, that's not a disqualifying event unless you can prove the financial conflict of interest. And they haven't proven that as far as I can tell, but you kind of don't know what this judge would, will do. I mean, in the end, it's going to be the judge's call based on everything they they've heard here. So, and all of this, you know, Yvonne and I have both said it before. It's like, Oh my God. Why the fuck did you let yourself get into this goddamn mess? And I know, like, people are horny. I'm sorry. Yes, I know that. But <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, you had to know every little tiny bit of everything that was going on would be scrutinized to the end of the earth about this case. Uh, you needed yeah. to make sure you did everything perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. And so... <laughs> But I mean, so th- this is definitely the, because of the, this has already delayed the Georgia case like a month just because of this. We didn't, you know, they had proposed some date in the fall or something, but like nobody really believed the Georgia case would happen until 2025 anyway, but like this pushes it out further. And if they do disqualify Fonnie Willis, it's basically done. Like, you know, it's not going to happen. So not, not going to happen uh, this year. Yeah. No, no, like might not happen at all because like her whole office would be disqualified, not just her. They would have to assign it to a new prosecutor. No, no, no. I get, I get, we might not want to take up the prosecution. Oh, God. Okay. All right. Exactly. Okay. So next. What else? Next. DC. The Supreme Court decided to actually look at the immunity case. There'd been lots and lots of speculation that they would just say, let stand the lower court ruling. It was a good ruling. We don't want to have anything to do with this. Let it go. But no, they decided to take the case and they set a schedule that was not as slow as it could be, but not particularly in a hurry either with oral arguments in April. So another month and a half from now. Uh, Now, a couple of things they did do that people pointed out 
they are only taking the appeal on the presidential immunity bit. They ha- they had nothing to say about uh, Trump's arguments about double jeopardy because of the impeachment. Apparently, that was just so ridiculous. They don't even want to like look at it. Um, <laughs> but but they are going to look at this in April, which probably means it, 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 they. They could do it faster, but it quite possibly means they don't come up with their response on this until June. If we do get to June, Judge Chunkin has said that they have the uh, the defense will have the same amount of time to prepare that they would have had before all of these appeals, according to the original date, which means they have an 83-day counter after it goes back to Chunkin, assuming the Supreme Court doesn't say, oh yeah, he does have immunity, in which case, like the whole case could be dead. Or well, they could but, also but, do... But, but, I, but like I said, that would be great news. Well, he, he well, not if they just chuck the case out in time. Oh, because no, then no. Biden could... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, there are, th- there's, all sort, there's all sorts of things Biden could do if, if he has no immunity. Hey! Um, Joe, hey, let's take care of this. Yeah, I saw someone suggest today that Joe Biden could also take care of that, not by going after Trump, uh-huh. but but going after SCOTUS, you know, saying, oh, okay, there's there's no immunity here. I'm going to do this to you guys. And yeah. there's nothing you can do about it because I'm immune. I'm immune. So, and, and, and see how fast SCOTUS reverses themselves in that scenario. Exactly. You know, I, um but but anyway like there are things that scotus could do to make it even slower they they could send it they could say that there is some immunity and here are the guidelines for how you determine it so i'm sending it back to judge shunkin to determine that again based on our new guidelines there's all kinds of stuff they could do to slow it down even more but assuming I, I, they- I, 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 I real my my take right now is that because of how because look, we just looked at how all the ridiculous options that come out of this are. Is that look, they're gonna look at it, they're gonna affirm it, but they 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 I guess they wanna say it. I they I, wanna I feel- they wanna say it, they wanna be the ones that give the final determination of it. And again, they're not doing it as slowly as they could do it, but they're not rushing it either. Like, but look, they hey, they could have they, they could have said they, we're we're having oral arguments next week, you know, listen, or in two weeks or something like that. But, but they 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 pushed out. I believe the it's seven weeks. Here here's it. So let's let's hit the timelines again. You get you you have them putting giving out an opinion in in June. June. You have the eighty eight days. Yeah. You're in, you're now in August or September, assuming the judge keeps to that timetable that calendar they, hey, it, we started per- trial in august right after the uh, hey let's start a trial in august right after the conventions and it had been estimated that this would be a three-month trial so right august september <laughs> october so we will be in trial the entire way up until the election now there there has been some speculation that DOJ themselves would say, oh, that gets into our 90 day before the election time frame where we're not supposed to interfere with elections. So DOJ might ask for it to be pushed into 2025 in that scenario. I don't think they would do that. I think they would keep to it. But there's a chance that the judge themselves would. But so far, Chunkin has said, I don't care about your day job as a presidential yeah. candidate. 
Like the the criminal trial takes precedence. And as you said, having him on trial in, in the 90 days immediately preceding the election isn't necessarily that bad from that point of view. However, that brings up our next item, which is Florida. They there now Florida was originally start uh, scheduled to start in May, but nobody believed May was going to happen because of how slow Judge Cannon has been going and how she's been giving every opportunity for delay there. I think most people have thought that the Florida case on the the Mar-a-Lago documents and all would probably be next year. And there was no way that was going to be before the election. But just today, or well, you know, yesterday, in the last 24 hours, whatever, depending on your UTC and time zones and all that crap. Anyway, on on the 29th, which by the way was Leap Day. We didn't talk about Leap Day, but you know, anyway. Yeah. Uh, very exciting Leap Day. Uh, I, I leapt a lot. Anyway, they they have submitted their suggested timelines, the, the defense and the prosecution. Prosecution wants July for the Florida case. You would expect the Trump people would have come back and asked for 2025. I mean, previously they asked for 2026 at one point on this. Right. One. You know, right. but but no, Trump's lawyers asked for August, only like two or three weeks later than what okay. the DOJ had asked for. Here is how that potentially works into the delay, delay, delay timelines. Because and, and by the way, everyone always says delay, delay, delay. It's never just delay. It's never delay, delay. And certainly it's never delay, 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 delay. It's always three delays. Okay. But anyway. More point. I don't know why. Anyway, the if the judge, let's say Judge Cannon says, okay, July, August, you guys are pretty close. Let's let let's let's do the beginning of August. Fine. Right? So they put that date in the ground. Now SCOTUS comes back in June. And sends this back to the D.C. judge, Judge Shunkin, to schedule. She can't schedule the D.C. trial to start in August also because the Florida trial will be scheduled for that point. So she will have to schedule for November, December, January, something like that, because Florida now has that slot. But then. Later, closer to the time, Judge Cannon comes up with some other reason to delay that they can't start. Basically pushes both trials into the next year. right? And pushes Florida back. But at that point, D.C. is already back. And so basically, the, the, the gameplay here for the Trump delay crowd is get Florida scheduled in a way that it blocks the D.C. trial. So DC has to schedule for after the election. And then after that moves, then you delay Florida again. And then, and then you have only New York this year. Interesting. Well, well, New York starts pretty soon. So we'll have that. We will at least have New York. We We will will have have it soon. We'll have it. We'll have New York soon. And we'll, we will know pretty much soon you know, whether Donald can come up with half a billion dollars. 
but by the way, his, his deadline for the paying of the 450, whatever it is today is the same day jury selection is scheduled to start on the New York trial. Is that lovely? Perfect timing. <laughs> anyway, without, I think we're out. Yeah, we're out. So, because y- Yvonne's got an early plane, I gotta get on a fucking super early flight. We're we're in our our target zone anyway. Is between ninety and one hundred and twenty minutes, and often we run over. So it's good if we actually get in our target zone, and we are. We're in the target zone. We're in the crumpled. I, well, zone. we're right on the edge. We, we're probably we're, we're fine. Okay. We're fine. Okay. All like right. one, fine. once my post processing takes takes out all of our ums and ahs and silent gaps. Mm-hmm. We might, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, we might be slightly under. I No, we'll, we'll be in the zone. I don't know. We'll be in the zone. We're close enough, damn it. Yeah. Do it live? We'll do it live! I already used that joke a couple weeks ago. Was, oh, you know. The, the joke is, what, 40 years old? Yeah, well, you know. I was going to say so are we, but we're older than that. No, we're older than that. <laughs> okay, we are done here. Hey, the go to our website, curmudgeons-corner.com. You can look at our archives. You can uh, look at them. You can read transcripts from the last six months or so. You can listen to all the old episodes. I expect everybody is doing that all the time. Look at all those old episodes. Listen to them. I, I expect somebody to send us a comment on all of the, you know, also on the website are all the ways to get in touch with us. Send us a comment on your reaction to one of our shows from like 2009 and see where you see and see how we go. That, that'll be fun. You, you should yes. listen yeah. to one of those shows, send us some comments, see how, how has it held up over the years, you know? So anyway, also on there is our Patreon where you can give us money uh, at various levels. We'll mention you on the show. We'll send you a mug. We'll send you a postcard, all of that kind of stuff at $2 a month or more. Or if you ask, we will invite you to our Commandments Quarter Slack where Yvonne and I and others are chatting and sharing news links throughout the week. And I will not make Yvonne pick something from there unless you have something you really want. Well, I got something already. Oh, okay. I was gonna let you go to sleep. I'm, right. but I'm okay, ready. Good. I'm right. No, 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 I'm ready. We'll Look, definitely so, so, be in our target zone now. Will Willy Wonka immersive event leaves <laughs> children devastated and parents raging. So apparently, I don't know. There's been like these immersive events like recently. I remember that the Van Gogh, the immersive experience, or whatever. And I realized that I took my wife to one of these, and then I realized there were like five or six of these, and the quality of them vary like significantly. Some were good, some were not. I realized. Some of them were a scam. This one it, it happens to fall into the scam, mega scam category where they posted some like CGI generated images of this Willy Wonka thing that looked like something incredible, like out of like Disney World, basically, like or even better. And basically, it was just an empty warehouse with some posters plastered on the wall and. And a few people in cheap costumes. And a few people in very cheap costumes. Yes. And mo- mostly empty warehouse, like cheap cardboard props. It looked horrible. It was, it was horrific. And, you know, I, I, I at least, when, when, when Sam shared it, I expected, you know, the kids in tears. I kept thinking about the Winnie the Pooh murdering rage thing. 
So I <laughs> thought that maybe they got there and it was just like Willy Wonka just, you know, with an axe decapitating, you know, yeah, or something like that. But no, it wasn't, it wasn't that. He wasn't, the, he wasn't decapitating the kids or anything. Oh, it's such a shame. Such a shame. <laughs> I know. You sound so it's sad like, about it. I well, I mean, that was just not what I expected, you know? So anyway, yeah, they got, they got policed, basically, unfortunately. Fun stuff. Fun stuff. Fun stuff. Okay, well, with that, hey. No refunds, by the way. No refunds? Of course not. No, no. The guy apologized and said, oh, sorry, no refunds. I've seen a number of TikToks from people who were hired as actors for that presentation, basically trying to give <laughs> their side of the story and saying, we're sorry to anybody who showed up. You know, we were we were hired like the day before, you know, for a hundred bucks, come sit in this <laughs> warehouse and pretend to be Willy Wonka or whatever. And, you know, so anyway. Yeah, pretty bad. Okay. All right. Okay, with that, we are out of here. We will let Yvonne go to sleep and catch his plane in the morning. And hey, everybody else, have have a great week and stay safe, have fun, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. Goodbye. Bye. that we are done bye